Welcome to episode eight of My Awakened Life podcast. I'm Johanna Ferrimond, and today I'm continuing to speak on the topic of self-observation. In the last episode, I talked about the qualities of attention itself and the role of the left brain where the intellectual center resides. Today, I'll speak about what it is you should be observing and expand on the roles of our intellectual and emotional centers. As you're learning the practice of self-observation, try to observe the following. First, sense any tension or tightness throughout the body. This is tension which is unnecessary. It's commonly found in your back, neck, or shoulders. It can also be found in a clenched jaw, furrowed brows, a leg, or any part of your body where your muscles are contracting for no real purpose. Try relaxing these tensions if you can. If it helps, you can imagine a deep cleansing breath going to all these places in the body, loosening the tension and leaving the body with the outbreath. Second, watch for any emotions which are more than what the situation calls for. You might call this an overreaction, and it's easier to see when others do it. We've all witnessed it in public places, airports, restaurants, where an inconvenience is reacted to as if it were a major threat to someone's well-being. There will also be times when you catch yourself having a stronger emotion than what's necessary to deal with a situation or even an emotion that seems misplaced. Let these be reminders to focus the attention once again on relaxing the body. This will keep the emotion from taking the attention and running amok with it. The third thing that you can try observing is any needless thought or chatter. You'll recognize these as thoughts which aren't involved in communication or problem-solving, Einstein referred to the rational mind as a faithful servant. While you're practicing self-observation, keep in mind that the intellectual center is not the master. When I stop watching it and allow it to be the master, it grabs my attention without me realizing it. Like one of those children in Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, it's fascinated by one room of colorful candy after another. Unobserved, it quickly finds a problem from my past, or it predicts one based on my past. It can only think about what it knows. It is utterly selfish and doesn't care if it wastes your time or if it causes the emotional center or the physical body to suffer as a result of its own thinking. Therefore, let any unnecessary thoughts be a trigger to bring the attention back into the body back to the present moment, and relax the body. There is also a cunning part of each one of us that's not readily seen. It's our shadow side, and it's filled with blind spots. We all have flaws which are hidden from us. These blind spots gain more power and control when we don't see them. How many times are you actually aware when your blind spot shows up? Only with honest observation practice will these patterns appear. 
Sometimes it presents itself as a pattern of thought or emotion, or a thought triggers an emotion. The intellectual center and emotional center bond together like links in a chain. At the end of this chain, you'll find your basic fear. Just like a clever friend, spouse, or family member who knows which of your buttons to press to try and get a reaction, the intellectual center will create thoughts that rouse the emotional center, creating a link in the chain towards your basic fear. After all, it knows your deepest fears, even if you're unaware of them. For me, it's not being able to survive on my own. Its links include envy, lying, feeling pressured, anxious, suspicion, doubting, and seeking approval. For others, it may be rudeness, demanding, bitterness, pettiness, vengeful, arrogance, or being passive-aggressive. These blind spots are what you should observe. Blind spots can actually serve to strengthen your attention if and only if there is no identification. I see that I am envious, and then I want to change it. I want to change it because I've already made a judgment that this is wrong, and now I'm reacting to that. Otherwise, why would I want to change it? The judgment is the identification. The habit of judging is the habit. It's not what I've observed, feeling envious. It's feeling envious and then judging myself for feeling envious, such that now I want to change myself. This full cycle of judging what we observe is what consumes our attention and strengthens our false sense of self. The ego depends on me not being okay. If there were no problems to fix, what would the intellectual center think about when I didn't need it to communicate or do something constructive for me? When you observe the unnecessary thought, emotion, or tension in the body and then relax the body, don't blame or criticize it. Taking the attention away from it again and again is what weakens it. It becomes uninteresting to the mind because it doesn't get the attention that it so deeply craves. When you begin this practice, you'll likely only have the ability to observe these habits in hindsight. You'll see that you were caught up in them, your typical routines of thinking, being carried away with emotion, or having lots of muscle tension in the body. Maybe in hindsight, you damaged a relationship, although it wasn't your intention, but at the time, you were swept up in something. You were unconscious when you carried out these habits. Those moments when you reflect on what happened and feel what this habit has done to you and others reveals your patterns of behavior. You can choose consciously to watch for this. It won't be pleasant, but you can choose to do this with honesty and humility. This is what's called voluntary suffering. Eventually, after a lot of honest self-observation, you'll be able to anticipate the habit. You'll recognize and remember yourself in the moment and change course because you know where the habit takes you and it's a place that's far from your true intention.
So the next time you see one of these blind spots or habits in yourself, try to immediately place your attention on the body. Relax it. Take a deep breath and see what happens. Don't take mine or anyone else's word as an authority. You must discover and build your own understanding of things. That's all I have for today. I hope this episode helps you remember what's important to observe in yourself. I look forward to continuing this talk on self-observation next time. Until then, enjoy the holidays, keep your families close, and I'll speak with you soon on My Awakened Life podcast. 